We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! Hey, so, like, what's some of the hardest chicks coming up right now, you think? Sexy Red going brazy. Sexy Red, let me see a look at her. Let me see a look at her. Oh, I like that. You ever I, had? I like that shit, boy. Yeah, you, you ever had any ghetto black pussy? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that shit when it's going on. <laughs> you ever believe somebody invented a damn chair? <laughs> You've been standing your whole life. Your dad's got posture. Your grandfather's got posture. Everybody got posture. And then some beautiful little carpenter, some dirty little wood martyr, comes around and carves out a damn seat. It must have been semen just seeping out of every pore. Just that full body coon. <laughs> All right, we're done with the Theo Von. Pull it up, Jamie. Pull it up, Jamie. We're done with the Theo Vaughn references for at least five minutes, so. Welcome to the season five finale of the Screaming Idiots show, everybody. Glad to have you in. Hope you've enjoyed uh, another season of the show. Um, just happy, as always, to be bringing you guys content, and uh, hope you're enjoying it. Thank you, as always, for all of your support, um, and look forward to continuing to grow this platform with the awesome guests that we have. Uh, come on every season, volunteer their time. Um, and then all of you folks out there that volunteer your time to listen to us or watch us on YouTube, thank you so much. So we're just going to dive right into it. Um, Preston, I know you had uh, several topics you wanted to cover tonight, buddy, so I'm going to let you just pick cool. one and let's go. So, and I jotted them down in my notes, and I I, I kind of want to go about them in a linear fashion. Okay. Um, but I, I'm honestly struggling. A linear fashion? No. It never stays on the rails. I'm honestly struggling with what <clears throat> order I want to go in. Okay. So it's so, not going to go in an order. Um, I think this... <laughs> go yeah, on, brave. Yeah. So I don't think this topic will expand... We will expand it's too long. We hot dogs. And Tyler won't have much to add because he's a fucking square and a dumbass, but... <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mean, you'll understand why. Okay. I literally just gave you cookies. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, where the fuck did that come from? I just sat out. <laughs> Should have been dead on a Sunday morning banging my head. Okay, anyways... <laughs> So I was on Facebook scrolling through reels. Um, yeah, I, I get about that. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of fun, and I'm glad I haven't downloaded TikTok. Um, but I get guitar content, I get music content, I get wildlife content because I like follow some wildlife snake guys and shit. And you service. I think that snakes animal. are really cool. You service that animal. <laughs> and you get fitness content because you and send fitness me, content. You send me some yep. good ones. Yep. So. A guy was playing through an album that me and Kyler have gotten away from over the years, but it's shaped us into who we are, and we've we've haven't talked about it in a long fucking time. Okay, and I think we should talk about it. And the album is "Death Magnetic" by Metallica. Ooh, wow, yeah, we have not talked about that record in a long time. Holy shit! So I guess I got some emails to check. <laughs> <laughs> So before, well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> so before we delve and and dive super deep into it, there was a video and he was talking about 
I think it was the end of the line riff or one of the riffs on that album, which there are a million fucking the incredible whole album riffs. Is nothing but riffs. But he had talked about like how underrated, underrated, how how heavy that album is, and nobody talks about it. Yeah. And I can't remember if the specific riff was the end of the line because I think today or yesterday I seen two more videos related to the same album. Mm-hmm. But I got to thinking, I'm like. Death Magnetic was a fucking absolute rager, dude. Yeah, it was a certified no-skip record, start to finish. Every song is a fucking rage, um, or at least has parts in it that rage. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, Day That Never Comes is kind yeah. of a slow builder, and then has, like, a fucking four-minute guitar solo in yep. it and all that. But um, for the most part, that album is an absolute just headbanging rage. That album came out in 2008. And I, it, this is prime iPod era, right? Yeah. And yep. I fucking, every day, bro, that album was on repeat. Um, yep. Learned so many riffs off that album. They were so fast, so heavy. Their tone was great on that record. The songwriting was incredible. Um, the music videos were great. The production was great. And I feel like the majority of the metal fanhood or even Metallica fans think that that is a mid-album. And Ooh. I'm like... I think it's better than 60% of the other records. It's like top two to three of mine. So let's real quick run through that. Okay. Where would you have that? Because I'll go for me. Yeah. I, I would probably go uh, Ride the Lightning, Justice. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm going to get a ton of hate for this. Death Magnetic, Master of Puppets. Okay. Black Album. There's my top five. So let me double check as I look through them. You said Ride the Lightning first. Yep. Which for whatever reason, I'm not, I'm never like vibed with other than like the hits for some reason. I don't know why, but I don't exactly disagree. Justice. Fucking yeah, love just, Justice. That's what you said twice. The only reason it's at two is because you can't hear Jason. Oh, That's yeah. why it's at two. Because okay. that pisses me off. Okay. And then you, you said Death Magnetic. Yep. At three. Okay. Can't stand when I can't hear the bass, Correct. Bro. Um... Then you went Master? Yes, Master at four. Okay. Black Album at five. Black at four. And I probably could switch Master in the Black Album. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I will keep the Black Album at five. So, man, you got me torn. If torn. if I look through the... Ooh. Looking through the tracks, looking through the tracks of Death Magnetic, um, I'm going to get hate for this. And I know, like, the tracks maybe aren't as timeless or stick out, like, For Whom the Bell Tolls yeah, yeah, and all that. Battery, the others. all that stuff, yeah. Dude, I'm pretty sure Death Magnetic is number one for me. I I wouldn't argue with that at all. I, I really wouldn't. I think it was just that time in my life where it was so heavily anticipated for me as a kid, and it delivered. <laughs> it fucking delivered, man. And that guitar tone, I think it's their <clears throat> best guitar tone. I do. Isn't it such a great feeling when you have uh, so much anticipation for an album, regardless who it is, and there's all this hype around this album. And it delivers? It it actually delivers. I feel like it's rare. It's it's rare because... Especially nowadays. Everybody wants to hype up every album Mm -hmm. for every band, and it's like, man... I'm I'm super excited for this, and there's a really good chance it's going to disappoint. 
Yeah, and it it might not even be that it's a bad record. It's just that the hype is is so high that you and we were afraid of that with the Polaris yeah, record. We, we talked were. about that on the show. Yep. Here's your expectation level way up here, and it might be here. Mm-hmm. Here's average. It that album might be just a shade below what your expectation mm-hmm. was, but there's always going to be that hint of disappointment because you had the the bar was set so high. Yeah. Yep. Shirt's too goddamn big on me anymore. Yeah, that's a good problem. I mean, it's to a have. good problem to have, but it's annoying. Yeah. But anyways, so I would go Death Magnetic, Justice, Justice Master, um, probably Black Album for you. I might go Black Three, and as crazy as that is. I'd have to delve back into Master because it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to say it, but I have kind of grown out of Metallica, unfortunately. Same. Me too. Um, I have my moments. Where load I'll go was back. load was a big yep. fucking deal for load was well good. me and you. Yep. Both. Load I don't and know, both. dude. I don't even want to try to rank them, but I at least wanted to hit on the, that the, point. Their next to last one was incredible. Um, um the hardwired to self destruct. Nuts. Yeah, it Love was good. Yep. What was the one with spit out the bone? That one. That one. Hardwired. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's some jams on that. They're they're the greatest. I mean they they are they. Yeah. They do the damn thing. But no, that's a great point. They are. And you, Tyler, made a good point too about the anticipation factor and the 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 disappointment factor that can come with that. Well, I feel like we we've touched on that briefly on the show before, but it's. Like Preston said, it's a big issue nowadays. What the fuck? I'm flexible, bro. He does that all the time. He does Pilates. Um, lost what I was fucking <laughs> saying. You're over there fucking showing your crotch cool to the world. <laughs> too much, too, too much hamstring. Um, Bit of a day walker myself. Um, hey, would you get that cheese, Danny? I'm not making this a whole episode. It's just going to be a Theo Vaughn tribute. Oh, that's Shane Gillis. But yeah, yeah, you guys fucking suck at your job. I'm going to come down there and beat the fuck out of you. You fucking stupid bitch. Sexy red going crazy. <laughs> All right, I'll be down in ten minutes. You better start stretching. I'm going to fucking wear you out, dumbass. <laughs> ten minutes, parking lot, pussy. <laughs> Anyways, next, yeah, next, okay. And any other thoughts to add on that? No, I, I because well, I don't even. It's probably a hot take for other people, for other even Metallica fans, probably Metallica fans especially, mm-hmm. especially the guys that viciously defend the first four. Yeah, yeah. Um, for them to accept that. Vicious. Now, my dad is one of the old heads that loves Death Magnetic. His so, head's old as fuck. Yeah, he's like fifty. But he was also bro. more into load and reload, right? I thought you yeah. said and the black. Yeah, album. he was. That's fair. But like for for him to like Death Magnetic, which was kind of back to the roots of it being was. super yeah. thrashy, yep. super heavy, dark lyrics. Maybe with a little more bounce though. Yeah. Oh that's I'm gonna listen to that all later tonight because I want to, but yeah, so a quick little hot take off of that since it just developed. I think that might be their best guitar tone, album-wise. I think it's probably their best. It's not their coolest, but it's their best. They're just gritty, grainy. Ooh, yeah. Mm. And the, they're, the, I know for the most part that album's in D, but I think there is a couple songs that are in C-sharp. Um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Don't skewer me, YouTube community. Oh, um, they will. Fuck them. But I, I'm, I know that the majority of the album's in D. Fuck them. But I, 
<laughs> Once again, this is our podcast, not your podcast. <laughs> but um, they're, it's not their coolest tone. Ride the Lightning is their coolest tone. That is very unique. Yep. Um, okay, so... Give me something good, dude. Okay, in relation to new music oh. releases. Yeah. Did you see that vein pop out? Spirit Box, as we all know, out. is coming up. Um, Spirit Box is coming up with an EP that is dropping... I don't Half remember out. when. Uh. Yeah, three of them's out. So you have The Void, Jaded, and what dropped today Cellar was Door. Cellar Door. Oh, oh yeah. God. Sorry, folks. It is <laughs> Oh yeah. October 13th. Yep. Friday the 13th. It is oh, Friday, it is Friday, Friday the, 13th. the 13th. Let's go. It's going to make for a good episode. So before I give my own thoughts, how do you guys feel about Cellar Door? In one by itself, but then in relation to the EP thus far. I thought it was interesting that it had such a new metal vibe. Well, this is going to be interesting because I want to know why you think that. And um, in comparison to the other songs, it felt maybe because there was like almost no unclean vocals, it felt like it was probably the heaviest song on. You mean no clean vocals? What? You mean no clean vocals? Yeah, there's no yeah. clean vocals. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I meant. Yeah, please ex- just give me your your explanation of why you get a new metal vibe from it because I got none of that. I'm not saying you're so wrong. I, I think just, <clears throat> enlighten me. So if it if I hadn't known it was Spirit Box, I could have mistaken it for like a Silent Planet. Or something like that. Okay. Um, Just the style overall. The the style overall. Mm -hmm. The rhythmic style, Mm -hmm. uh, especially. When when I think of new metal, I think of metal that is infused with like, you know, hip hop and pop kind of rhythmic influence, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. And... Wicked, when wicked, I hear wicked. when I hear like the very rhythmic screams and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and verses and, and whatnot, that, that definitely gives me uh, new metal vibes. And then guitar wise, <clears throat> well, musically, it, it just felt like it was very different rhythmically compared to other stuff that they do. Mm hmm. Uh, a, a lot of the other stuff they do. I mean, we've talked about their guitarists on the on the show before. Shout out, Mike. Um, dude's a bad motherfucker. Yes, but most of everything they've done is very along the lines of like metalcore and you know everything that implies. Just down tuned, a little more sludgy. No, nah, not necessarily that. It's it's more. I guess like Whittly Diddlies and stuff like that added yeah, in there. Yeah. I, don't, I was gonna um, say I don't know that it was sludgy. I mean, I think there was some slower parts, but yeah. sludgy. But this this song, it felt more rhythmic. It mm-hmm. felt like the the focus of the song wasn't on you know all these fast paced notes and shit like that. It was like some some just fucking meaty chords, yep. and it was all about chunk. the right hand and the chunk. And the rhythm that they were going with, and to me, that's very new metal esque because 
most new metal that's what it was about it was about the rhythm it yeah. wasn't so much about the riff the notes or the riff or anything yeah. like that so that's that's where i got the new metal vibes from that's because fair. then you go to any other song on the on the out or, or ep whatever the fuck it is none of them rhythmically anything like it no. yeah no it was the completely, different. completely different and jaded is more metal core e i guess yeah. Still fucking jam. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> For me, I still think Jaded's my favorite. Um, but boy, what an awesome change of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, it doesn't sound like a Spirit Box song no. in the standpoint of. Yeah, Courtney didn't sound, and I don't mean to interject because I know I need to add my thoughts after you, but Courtney didn't sound like Courtney at first. No, to me. she was just more, yeah. more pissed off, more. Yeah. Um, it was hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mommy. Let me see a look at her. <laughs> <laughs> I like that shit is going on. I like that. I. <laughs> you know, a hat is just a little apartment for your head, really. <laughs> but no, it, it was a it it was a really nice change of pace for me. I thought I think it's a jam. Obviously, the the three songs they've dropped are really good. And must be shit. indicative of the rest of the EP. So I'm juiced for it. The Spearbox can't miss right now. There's one of those bands that just flat out can't miss. They'd have yeah. to really try. And the production, dude, Jesus Christ, it is in your face, surrounding you. Oh, yeah. You know, hitting you in the chest. Touching you intimately. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. fucking wish. So, yeah. Um, you wish Courtney was touching you intimately? I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so, to frame it up properly, they frame had up, released... Baby. They had released the EP with Rotoscope and a couple others on it. And for me, it flopped. I don't know if you had ever got into it. It was after, um, what was the last album called? Um, it was Blue. I sh- Eternal Eternal Blue. Eternal Blue was the album. Yeah, Eternal Blue gotta, was the album. I gotta catch up. And then they dropped the EP with Rotoscope and a, couple, a few others. Um, and I was honestly kind of scared of the direction that they were going in because they were very different. And they had dropped the void, which was still different, but so spirit box, bro. Yeah. So spirit box. And I vibed with it. I love the void. And then jaded had dropped. What's that been two months? Maybe, uh, maybe I don't know if it's been that long. Has it? Maybe month not. Month and a half. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe it has been. Absolutely. Months, love jaded. It became one of my favorites for, Yeah. Yep, became I'm one of my favorites for Spirit Box. Talking about, dude, I can't find it. And I loved some, it till I watched Nick Nocturnal learn that riff in about thirty seconds. I'm yep, like, yeah, fuck you. Yep. Well, <laughs> to be fair, he's he's a freak. Yeah, so. he's a freak. He's he's pretty. Speaking of that, really quick, Termina, Nick Nocturnal, and Angie Andy Chizik, I believe is how Chizik Chizik, however probably. you pronounce it. Their new album is fucking awesome. They dropped the whole it album. Kick ass Soul Elegy or something nice. like that. It's sweet. Um, but bro, anyways, I don't know how Andy has time to wipe his ass. He does so much shit. Bro. Yeah, yeah, he's busy. Um, so then Cellar Door dropped, and for some reason, I didn't even know it was going to drop. And mm-hmm. you had sent it at like midnight last night. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, when you my dumbass was still awake at 12:30. I was okay. playing video games with my brother, mm. <laughs> and I had listened to it this morning, like just on my phone. Oh, oh, you didn't even let it get to the holy roller sits in the garden. We uh, blood into wine, take my body instead. Holy roller. 
So cellar door, like you guys have said, change of pace. Um, fucking loved it, and I found out how much I really loved it in the gym today because I lost my fucking mind to it. I think it's like top five best songs of theirs. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think and they uh, dropped some shit. I can't disagree. Spirit Box is also solidly in my top five right now. Yeah, I did. I didn't think I would like anything off this more than Jaded because of that riff and mm. the flow of that song and just her vocals. But on that. the the different rhythmic parts of this, but the way it hits, and Dude, I think I, I'm for some reason with metal right now. I'm like more in this like sludgy fucking. Well, I think uh, I think new metal is is kind of making a resurgence through mm-hmm. some of these uh, uh, pretty well known metal bands. I mean, yeah. Like Silent Planet, yes, I, I swear they are a new metal band, and as they have kind of begun to climb the ladder, and people are starting to see that, like fans out there, they they enjoy that shit and they want that shit, and it's this nostalgia for some uh, people. other other bands are starting to grab a hold of some of it because I think a lot of bands and we we've kind of talked about how some of these new metal bands really really carried metal through several years, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, with the turn of the century and yep. everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Especially a lot of mainstream us, metal, you yeah. know, with a lot of the, a lot of the bands that we listened to, I mean, they were all kids around, yep. around that time. Yep. And, um, you know, like you had said, it's kind of nostalgic. I think oh, he said that. Yeah. He said <laughs> that. One of you said it. Um, it's, it's almost nostalgic. And I think, um, people are enjoying uh, hearing that incorporated in a in a new way, and um, I think it's something that has always been amazing. I've always been more of a, a new metal fan. That's that's what kind of drew me to metal before I really started fucking with metalcore and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always a fan of like Deftones and Corn and shit like that. Lincoln Park. Excuse me. Lincoln Park. I think new metal brought a lot of us into metal to to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I pe- people uh, yeah, there is a lot. I thought you were talking about us as a crew. I was going to say for me it was no, thrash metal. That got yeah. a lot of but a lot of people in general. Oh, there's a ton um, of people that evolved from new metal into metalcore. And so I think these these you know, a lot of these metal bands are starting to find ways of of pulling what they loved from that style of music and incorporating it into what they do now. And I think Spearbox did an amazing fucking job pulling some of that influence while while still being Spearbox. Yeah. Well, we've invented a new genre on the show tonight called New Core. So I don't know if I like that. Welcome to the does, it doesn't, show. It doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Neither does new metal. Mm. Who come up with the better term than new core? New metal. Nu metal. What does nu stand for? I don't know. It was in the nineties, man. People done a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. There's I mean, I was fucking. I was fucking born. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking heroin. <laughs> I was born out of a vagine. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm here. Oh god! Two people decided to fuck with un- with no condom. 
in the 90s, and now I have to fucking pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Biden. Beans, rice, Jesus Christ, and Byron. <laughs> All right, what's your next one? <sighs> Spirit box, I love you. Just keep keep staying in the lane that you are because it's fucking perfect. Yeah. It, it stands out because we know it's you, but you're also like, Popping over here, popping over yeah. there. I love it. They're so unapologetically them. Like, yep. I think it's cool though too that, um, because you know we we've talked about how bands will change their sound and sometimes it's bad. And then mm-hmm. I think they've kind of dabbled around a little bit here and there, but uh, kind of stayed in the safe zone with it. Yeah. Um, they're they're it's like they're kind of going back to the roots after the last EP, but they use some of what they did on the last EP and like right, mixed they it took in what well worked. enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So the other piece, and you guys, specifically Kyler, won't really give a fuck. Um, <laughs> but I think I think it's kind of cool to touch on. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I better check some emails. <laughs> Like so we've given, I mean, we've given this band a BDSM. lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Nothing. So we've given this band a lot of shit. Um, oh, I can't wait to give them more. <laughs> on this show. And I'll give them some more. But it was Friday. I'm in a good mood today. Easier day for work. All is good. And I noticed on Twitter that the new Beartooth album had dropped. Oh, I thought you were going a different direction. Okay. So the new Beartooth album had dropped, and I was like, fuck it, I'll give it a chance. And I already knew that there was like a more uplifting, positive vibe to this album um, with with the songs that they had released thus far. And for some reason, a few of the songs on the album kind of hit me today. And I'm like... Mm. It's not the Beartooth I know and really, really like. Love's a strong word. I don't know that I love Beartooth, but really like, you know, old Beartooth. Right. Um, but for some reason, the shit hit, a few of them hit me today. And I'm like, all right. So I didn't want to like it too much, but then I read, like, the description of the album that they put on Apple uh-huh. Music. And it had talked about Caleb the last album, I can't remember what it was called, but the the purple and black background that we weren't crazy about being so dark and depressive. And going into this album, it was about him quitting drinking and moving to L.A. and being a more positive and uplifting album. And it made me have a lot more respect for one him, but the band overall, that they were able to switch completely from a dark, depressive vibe to this upbeat, happy, more positive, uplifting uh, record. And thus far, and it may get old to me, it's recency bias, but I like it. I jam it. Is it less homosexual to jerk off a guy with your left hand? Or your right? Or your right hand. None. Yeah. Probably your butt cheeks. Better service that animal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I I have not listened to any of the new 
Beartooth. I I didn't listen to any of the singles. Um, didn't listen to the album. Uh, you boy. had sent it. <laughs> you had sent it earlier, and I had intended to uh, take some time to listen to it, but. <coughs> I'm going to be honest, I'm still, I just started season four of the podcast listening to it, and I'm having a hard time fucking keeping up with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So> <laughs> We'd be some busy I've been, uh I've been, you know, trying to catch up on, on pod episodes so that, you know, one, I can, I mean, it, it's kind of cool to be a little bit behind because I can kind of remember some of this stuff as we, uh, you know keep on recording mm-hmm. but um i don't know i i, I i'm not going to go all, all into that but i haven't had a chance to listen to the bear tooth album but when you shared it earlier your reaction piqued my interest mm-hmm. um i just man i kind of stopped caring about them so much after that last album because whatever the fuck they was thinking they was wrong they had one song on the entire fucking album Below. that sounded like them. And I believe it was Skin. Or Skin, yeah. Is the album called Below? Yeah. Okay. The one song sounded like them. Everything else sounded like they were trying to venture out into something that would... It was almost like they were trying to be everyone else in the metal scene. I don't know... I can't remember enough to agree with you there. I'd have to go but you back. I can't through. remember enough to disagree either. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just know that I didn't like the album. It was it was not great. They they changed their sound. I know um Kyler had mentioned that there was some songs on that album that he actually liked, but they had kind of changed their guitar sounds and stuff to, mm-hmm. to sound more, you know, metal and be more in line with uh, other things, you know, other stuff out there. But <clears throat> is that the track? I never listened to Beartooth for the sounds of the guitar or the the sounds of you know the vocals. Um, now, what the fuck did you listen to? <laughs> I listened to them for the songs. Yeah, I enjoyed the songs. Um. I did enjoy some of the vibe. Um, I think sound-wise, they they had more influence from punk than metal, but their writing style was was kind of metal, and it, it was just this weird clash of they use orange guitar. They use orange guitar together. cabinets. They are fucking punk, bro. Well, not that only punk deep, guys. Muddy ass sound. Yeah, but I like it. Uh, I mean, I can't knock it. Um. See, so yeah, I'd be interested. I, I, I want to spend some time this weekend listening to it, hearing that it's got the more uplifting mm-hmm. vibe and message. Uh, I, you know, definitely interests me just because of what I've said on the show before about you know metal not having mm-hmm. um, enough positive uh, messaging out there. So that that'll be interesting. What. What does bother me a little bit is them kind of advertising this around dude's addiction. Yeah. You know, his alcohol issue and, and things like that. Now, on one hand, 
I'm like, that's that's cool that he's gotten, you know, away from something that was a toxic behavior for him. Um, And I'm glad he's doing great. And I'm glad he's kind of turned that into a positive message out there. Without trying to sound like too much of a dick. You want him to be drunk and write old bear dude music? I think, no, it's... (laughs) That's fucked up. I feel like so many people out there are using something like that as kind of a cop-out advertising tool to get people to support whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Because I hear it so much with, you know, fitness stuff, musicians. Yeah. um, With really everything out there. I was like, you know, I had this addiction and then... You know, I I turned it into some positive vibes, and now I do this um, by my supplement. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah, I do. Um, so I I hope that's not the case. I hope he's, you know, I hope they're not using that story um, as kind of a cop out and and kind of. I think it kind of diminishes the the true value of you know cuz we've had guests on the show that have been through some serious shit mm-hmm. and have come back from it and their stories great and they own their shit and uh they've they've turned things around i don't want something from some dude um who's already kind of big and popular he doesn't need that kind of shit to be publicized to get attention he's already got plenty of attention I just don't want something like that to be this uh, <clears throat> cop-out tool. Like marketing to, tool. That, that's going to kind of like diminish the value of what other people have accomplished in that same vein. Yeah, I guess my the other side of the coin or question I would ask you is like, even though on somebody like his success level, it doesn't make it, it doesn't diminish his own experience or and that's where i'm like i don't want to sound like too much of a dick yeah i don't know if that was an intention to use it as some kind of cop-out thing but there are motherfuckers out there that have yeah yeah well and i i had seen some marketing thing a long time ago where it was talking about from a marketability standpoint you you got to have a story Oh, absolutely. You have to have some sort of story. Going through school, they, that's half of what they fucking talked about when it came to marketing music, uh, musicians and bands was creating a story, having a story, telling the story. Jesus Christ, I, I heard about this shit so much that I got to the point where like if I if someone started telling me a band's story before showing me their music, I got fucking pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck about the story. Let me just, hear the music. Let me see decide if I like, if your I music like the music first. first. Yeah. Then I'll I'll maybe share, you know, show some interest in the music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I see where you're coming from. I just think it's a cool piece. I'm not accusing him right. or them of anything. I just I hope that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. But when you brought up the the story, like in text earlier when you were sharing the album, uh-huh. you brought up, well, the story around the <coughs> album is cool. And I'm like, it brought me back to those moments yeah. in time where I'm like, I don't give a fuck if the story's cool. Mm-hmm. Let me hear it first. Do I like the, do I like the are music? they Are they just using this story as a way to push this album? Um, I don't know. But 
I certainly hope not. Yeah, yeah. Now, and it's really cool just because I haven't enjoyed Beartooth for a long time. It's sad. And I found myself enjoying a vibe of their music that I didn't think I would enjoy. And it was kind of cool, like, oh, I can buy, it's not going to be an everyday thing. I can already tell, and it may get old to me. But for some reason, that specific mode and mood I was in, I, I, I liked it. I did. There yeah. about four or five tracks off the album I really liked. I think uh, Kyler's about done checking emails over there. I <laughs> think he kind of wants to move on <laughs> from Bear 2. He's just going to say Bear 2 sucks. I'm fucking stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I quit, bear I quit. service that animal. <laughs> I quit talking. That motherfucker hit me like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were halfway through that conversation. I'm like, man, my eyes fuck. <laughs> oh, good thing we only took an eighth of that fucking gummy, bro. We just took a quarter of it. <laughs> I just fucking hit him. <laughs> Listen, we don't condone the use of THC gummies, but if you do, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> Sponsor us, please. Sponsor us, please. <laughs> Did you? That, oh, I, this one's you got? No, no. I, doesn't, can't you get them at uh, uh, Cheap Tobacco here in town? I have no I'm idea. I'm 90% sure you can get them at Cheap Tobacco. You can get like the CBD. <laughs> 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 but not the THC. <laughs> Move on, goddamn. <laughs> Oh, should have been dead on a Sunday morning, banging my head. Hey, I swear to God, look, I seen that fucking meme the other day where it was like sleep paralysis, but it's got Stapp fucking on top of the seat. Yeah, lost my shit because I just thought in my head I was just like I, I pictured it like waking up and I got Scott Stapp on top of me just. <laughs> Bro, I'm way Smell like whiskey and cigarettes. <laughs> and silk shirts. Yeah. Silk sweaty, shirts silk and sweaty shirts. hair. I'm way into CNN, bro. Creed and Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a full body coon. <laughs> Bit of a daywalker myself. Christ <laughs> almighty, carry us through this show. But sorry, I just, I just imagine waking up and he's just like, Hello, my friend. <laughs> you got like, any gummies? No! <laughs> hey, we got any more gummies? Hey, hey, when uh, <laughs> and then and then when he wakes you up, you're like, nobody, nobody listening, seen what I did, but reenactment of a video it's Re fantastic reenactment anyway right. what's your next one there whistle um so we all been smashing the gym lately mm -hmm. been getting fit. oh dude getting fit been getting a pump mm, bro mm. my fucking back and by pump today was i like when it's going yeah. on i like when that shit's going, going on. on so you had mentioned something before the show yep um, and I already had a thought in regards to the gym. 
And you had said you think that Boundaries is the best gym music. Mm-hmm. For me, yes. Yeah. So, yes. And it is great gym music. Shout out. So Shout great. out Boundaries. Let's go. <clears throat> but I need I to had, get a different shirt. This one's I a little had, big anymore. I came to a realization Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday, maybe. I don't know. Whatever day it was. I was in the zone, sweating, pumping, dumping. <laughs> <laughs> In the, Navy, in the Navy, we called it a pump and dump, and it was <laughs> refill your canteen and take a shit. Oh, God, I don't know what the fuck you talking about over there. Well, I was killing my workout, and the blood flow made me have to those. shit, man. I so I was, pumping and, I was pumping and dumping. Okay. Where, where'd you train today? I went to Corehouse Fitness. He did two no, movements. Now, where did you train, you idiot? What did you train? Oh, legs. Oh. Bro, my legs are still sore from my workout the other day. Good. Son of a bitch. Thank you. Good for you. Bill's character. Oh, I know it's good. Um, And I'm pretty sure I know the greatest gym song ever oh, fucking created. here we go. Yep. Here's the, the fucking answer hot is yes. take. Antimatter is the greatest gym song ever yep. fucking created. I, th- I think I agree with that. I really do. I don't know, bro. I was floating the other that, day. That, a killing word. It's really good. And um A Killing Word by Norma Jean, Antimatter, Silent Planet. And um uh 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 is survived by by boundaries. You know what's all three of those songs have in common? Uh never mind. You know what two of those songs have in common? What? They're hardcore bands. Yeah? Yep. With some I, I really I for like me hardcore going on. For me, hardcore is my perfect gym. Music like modern hardcore, yeah. Mo- boundaries yeah. That makes me so happy. Yeah, I <laughs> makes me so happy. Um, Hang on, I'm going to find something. And spe- if, hey, you I got to gotta, I gotta think of it. Uh, you gonna train tomorrow? Listen to some hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. I've already hit everything this week. Yeah, same. But, uh, <laughs> um, I'm but, gonna make something work. But no, I uh, um. I don't know what I it was is. floating. Y'all dude, antimatter when it floating. Yeah, when it comes on, bro, it's it's on. I mean, it's on. The bad part is is a lot of times for me, I had it happen twice last week. It came on while I was stretching. Oh. I'm like, nope, nope. So then I have to purposely go and like restart my shuffle and start with antimatter, which is great because it's an A, it's at the top of the list. I don't have to waste much time. But if it comes on when I'm stretching, I'm like, I'm ready to skip my stretching. Yeah, and get straight to the right, straight to the workout, but it is an absolute fucking rager. What? And it's cool. And I hope we've got some fitness buffs that listen, and and you're maybe not even a fitness buff, just maybe somebody like me that's trying to do better for themselves and and take better care of their body. Um, <clears throat> you know, what's your fucking? What's the soundtrack? Yeah, to let your us workout? know. Hell like, yeah, hell yeah. Because I, I, it doesn't. I don't care if it's not metal. I don't give a shit what it is. But just let us know what it is. I got buddies um, that love R and B when they work. If out. you got um, metal jams though that that are your your gym soundtrack that you think would be great for us, fucking let us know. Because I'll check it out. I mean, I'll I'll lift to anything. So Bro, I think one of my favorite albums to listen to in the gym is First Hand Accounts by Johnny Booth. Mm. Yeah. That's not the newest one, is it? No, no. the last so. one. Um, there's the there's, there's a song on here. I think it's uh, Bury the Rose. Might Those be the motherfuckers one. rage, dude. Rage. I don't core. know. It's it's got it's got one part in it where it's Structured like Structured Rage, baby. She breaks Hardcore. her teeth on uh 
dreams in concrete or some shit like that, but the way it's fucking built up in this, like, like the band kind of drops out and he fucking screams this this line and it comes right back into an absolute rage. That song, oh, I could listen to that on repeat in the gym. Uh, so and for then, me, there's a... Oh, go ahead. No, I gotta, I gotta look anyway. Um, Death I, I don't Core, care what you have to say. It's antimatter, bro. Deathcore really goes hard for me in the gym, too. Yeah. Um, I can't do the bouncy as much because the bouncy just makes me want to bounce, which is cool. But, like, I need that fucking... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I you know, know what I mean? mean. Yeah. And a lot of the hardcore and deathcore bands do that for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Make Them Suffers, the <clears throat> Slaughter to Prevails, the Dying Wishes, the Boundaries, Kablai Khan, Norma Jean. Well, uh, it's kind of cool. I need to, maybe I need... That's, that's probably where that Johnny Booth album will hit for me is in the gym. And that's... To, I'm glad you said that because it's kind of cool because certain kinds of music will hit you in the gym. Yeah. Like, it, you know, we've talked about yeah. it. It's a movie. There's a certain time and place where things will land with you. Yeah. Like today, that Beartooth album, I was in a good mood and it was uplifting. And I was like, oh, shit. Same thing in the gym. Like, there's certain shit. Like, Dance Gavin Dance, I was not into. And I remember turning on, was the album we love, Afterburner? No, it was the one before that. Midnight Crusade. That was a track on it. Damn it. What is that? Oh, I thought Artificial was Selection. There you go. Artificial Selection. That album hit me in the gym one day, and I'm like, I understand it. I understand it. Now, it's antimatter. Dude, I, and you got to be like mid-sweat. Your heart's got to be going. You got to be about 30, 35 minutes into a workout. And I'm going I'm to throw another one out there. Another go-to for me is O Sleeper. Mm-hmm. Bloodied, unbowed. And the one song on it that just gets my juices flowing of bane and disease. That's metal as fuck. Dude, that fucking song. I'm trying to, I'm having a hard time remembering. Oh, I lose my fucking cool. There's a dance oh. to that. I can feel the dance to that. Bro. I mean, just fucking. And we just fucking the missed shuffle. No, that was was it North Lane to make them suffer. I was thinking we missed Silent Planet. Never mind. I know there's a song in here that I feel trumps antimatter, but I can't remember it. There's uh, one Anuka, song Anunnaki I know. Or Anna something. There's one Anunnaki. song that. I forget what album it's on, but it'll come Panic on room. when I'm in the gym. And bro, if my feet stink, I'm sorry. It's cool, bro. So they I'm about to take my boots off too. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let's hop on a silent planet. Let's go. I I don't know this this the album. Everything was sound. That whole album fucks. You know what the best shit to listen to in the sauna after the gym is? Sleep token, bro. Anything sleep token. Mm, I wouldn't disagree. You know, there was something that... Because uh, I meditate in the sauna. <clears throat> so when I'm meditating, speaking of that, like off topic, bro, ultimate stress reliever. Meditation. Absolute I need to ultimate. I need to now, fuck with it more. Granted, you probably shouldn't be listening to music when you're trying to meditate. But if you if you know how to meditate, you know how to get yourself to that level of like subconsciousness. Mm-hmm. It takes practice. But... I actually learned how to do it from a TikTok, like how to like truly meditate. 
you can still be listening to music. And Sleep Token just like sends you to that like extra dimensional mm-hmm. type feeling, mm-hmm. especially when I'm in the sauna by myself. I don't care if I'm not in the sauna by myself, but because I got my eyes closed, I'm leaning back, got sweat pouring down me, feel great. Sleep Token, meditation. I come out of that motherfucker. Brain, that's why I better go to, fucking service that animal. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I go to the gym in the morning because that's yeah. how I start my day. So I have a great workout, listen to some fucking hardcore music, going nuts, get in the sauna, meditate, chill ass music, yep. come out. My fucking day is ready to go, bro. I mean, just Legit. locked in, ready to go. So on that note, that shit I sent in our group chat with Derek um, the other day, that song I've been writing on. Mm-hmm. He said something that really resonated with me, um, particularly with that song, but also with what you're just you were just talking about, and it was um, <clears throat> uh, just hits a certain vibe I like, a little moody, like a post workout stretch. This is the part I need to come down sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And I think uh I think the music you choose for your come down is just as important as what you chose through your workout. Yep. And here's why. Dude, it's a spiritual experience. Yeah. It really yes. fucking is. And it bro. sets that's again, especially regardless of when you're working out, it sets the tone for the next twenty four mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. So I've mentioned how important the gym is to me and the music I listen to in the gym is to me. And I, I, I've I've talked a lot about how I will I will choose music that puts me in that certain state of mind, whatever I have to battle, whatever I have to work through, and then I catch myself just taking the headphones out, hopping in the car, and that same stuff comes back on, and I just continue listening to that, and so I think. I think what he said and what you're talking about helps me re- has helped me realize in literally this moment that I need I need closure on that. Yeah. Mm. Cuz it's an experience. It is. So I need I need to take some time to not only pick what I'm going to work, you know, listen to while I'm in the gym and what what kind of shit in my head I'm going to work through, but I also need to prepare myself for a come down. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, Bush. Speaking of that, what are some good what what's some good shit to listen to in that fucking come down? Um, you mentioned sleep token, yeah, but um, what else? Narrowhead, um, Rain City Drive, um, that'd be a good John one. Mayer's newest album, yeah. Yeah. Anything John Mayer. Matchbox. <laughs> Ma- any kind of like alternative. It doesn't. And Sleep Token, you know, that's a metal band of sorts, whatever you want to call them. But um, it can still be heavy, but it's just about the message. Got to um, be a little vibe to yeah, it. Yeah. So some issue stuff. Um, I really some like. Some Boys of Fall. Some Boys of Fall is great mm-hmm. for that come down. Um, you guys would probably enjoy um, maybe some of the more uplifting NF stuff. Um. Yeah, I don't mind a little bit of country music mm-hmm. on my come down. Um, okay. Some good upbeat country. Um, I really enjoy that in the sauna, um, or even on the way home from the gym to get you know get your protein shake, get your shower, all that fun stuff. Um, so I like some country. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's because again, Tyler, you put it perfectly. You know, when you're in that workout, right, and you are bettering your body and your mind, mind, soul, spirit, all, all of it. it. So it is a very spiritual thing. And if you've never gotten to the point, to that point, find a way to get there, because it's it's made me who I am today. Yeah, it's a, it's so important to me. Yeah. So no, the, I would echo that completely. That the come down is the is just as important as the mm-hmm. grind. Yeah. So. Yep. Good one, Preston. I I don't really have much to add other than I really liked Antimatter when it came out, and this is probably the third episode we've talked about this song. So <laughs> I think it's I think it's putting it into perspective, like. Fuck it's 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 a real track, dude. Uh I think Antimatter is in my top five of tracks this year. Yeah, it's a great one. Dude, like top five hey, of tracks this year. Camera. Just make sure we're still good. Okay. Oh, it's plugged in. Hell yeah. Um <coughs> which it makes Excuse me that much more excited for this silent planet album because all the songs that have been released have been very good. Yeah. Um Tyler, you had sent the newest one the other day. It starts with an A. Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, that song fucks. Yeah, I listened to that on the way home today. Yeah, it fucks. Uh, on, on the way here uh, this evening. They're like, they're, which they've always kind of been this way, but they're they're delving into like this futuristic, like industrial metal mm-hmm. fucking sound. But they're doing such a good job at yeah, it, man. For sure. And I'm so happy because we talked about how the last album flopped for me. Yeah. Um, when I was so high on, I was it never into him before this. Yeah, new you were shit. never into no. him. Yeah. So I never had a point of reference. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone back and listened to any old shit either. I was just oh. about to ask that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, buddy. That no. that album I just talked about, man. Where everything was sound. Yep. With Panic Room and it's got the Norma Jean guy on it. <coughs> All right, what's your next The one? other thing, really quick, before I, I have, uh, this was one I wanted to talk about, but I forgot before the show. Hey, hey, real quick. Yeah. Fucking nuts on, on the grind you've been yeah, putting in. Hell dog. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Talk about your fucking shirt don't fit right. Like, Appreciate that's a damn you. good problem. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Appreciate that's you. awesome, man. Thanks, boys. Love I, I mentioned the other night when you came by, because you kind of cleaned up the, oh, yeah, I'm the down facial hair and the, stuff. The, 70s porn stash. Like the, the, the face is already starting to lean out. And Thanks, bro. Appreciate okay. it, man. Love it. Self care is important, people. Huh? You want to touch my butt? Yeah. I didn't say I'm that. working on that butt. I mean, I got <laughs> that, 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 that warm up. Day. That warm up that I do from you, you know, I'm working on that butt. Have you been doing that? Uh, yeah, I have, actually. How's not, the. Not, not necessarily every day, um, but usually every other. So I'm in the gym five days a week. Um, I was six. He's like, you need to cut it down to five. Like, yep. You really need to cut it down to four. I'm like, I can do five. Yeah. Because it just starts my day off so yeah. fucking good. And, and that's when I important. don't do it, that's I'm important. like. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yep. What is my purpose? You pass yeah. but <clears throat> You pass butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, but anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, I, probably every other day I've been doing that, that okay. uh, warm up. You've so, been uh, getting the pull-ups in? Yes. Well, what I can do, you know. I can do, do assist. I mean, it, 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 it'll come. Yeah, it'll come. If I used to be able it. to do them, but I'm trying to work my way back up to that. If you build it. it's They will come. It's a fitness <laughs> journey, not a fitness destination. Exactly. Absolutely. So. Um, this but thank band, you, boys. I appreciate that. Hell yeah, man. 
This band I wanted to talk about because I almost forgot, and me and Tyler had somewhat of a spiritual experience last Friday to this album. So we've talked pop punk before on this show, and um, oh, I've always enjoyed enjoyed punk and pop punk. Um, you know, you, know, you got Bay County when motherfucker says well, I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't I'm really a, from Oakland, though. <laughs> half a glass of bourbon in me, and I can't talk. Um, you know, bands Capstan and bands along that vibe, uh, mm-hmm. and even older stuff. The band Belmont, I've o- I've always really, really liked. And I knew they had really cool, like, modern metal guitar work, but it wasn't as infused um, as what I'm about to speak on. But I've always really enjoyed them because it wasn't just punk music to me. It had more, like, more metal to it for some reason. Well, Belmont dropped a new single, called for whatever reason it's called ssx trickmont like the track um so i had downloaded it and then it made me go back through some belmont and i realized they had dropped the album aftermath in 2020 2022 so last year and i can't remember the first song i heard on it but then i loved it and i shuffled through the whole fucking album and boy, let me tell you, I have listened it for, listened to it for a week straight every single fucking day. There are so many good tracks. I've downloaded 10 out of 12 songs on that Aftermath album. And holy shit, it fucks. I think uh, for me, <clears throat> I've had, especially here lately since I've been listening to so much punk music, um... Belmont has come across my shuffle because um, I, you know, listen through an album and then shit just starts shuffling from there. Um, it a few songs here and there from them have come across, and every single one I enjoyed, but they are definitely not going to be for everyone. Absolutely, yeah. And I think what I gather from them is that the guitar work is very metal. It's More very modern metal. modern metal. Yep. But the drums still carry more of a punk beat. Mm-hmm. And the vocals still go... The vocal style is still more... Super punk-like. Uh, punk. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think the way they incorporated... You know, they, they brought those two genres together. It's very interesting, um, very unique. I think at times, though, they seem out of place from each other in the same song. Okay. Um, hard to kind of describe what I'm talking about, but there, there's some songs where I'm like, even for me, like I, I, I am enjoying it. I, I like it, but man, it just seems a little bit too far out of the box. You like know what forced? I, mean? I wouldn't say forced. Just they were thinking out of the box, but that you know they ventured a little too far, um, in the way that they were kind of bringing those two together. Now, I, I still haven't heard really anything i don't like 
Mm-hmm. Um, except for the country girl. Yeah, I wasn't crazy was about that. It's kind of gimmicky stupid. to me. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> the only complaint I have from that album, and I mentioned it to you, yep. is I feel like vocally every song is a little too similar. Vocally, particularly in the choruses, it was like, it seemed like the guy only had one way to do a chorus. Because every chorus seemed to sound pretty similar to the last. Yeah, and I haven't noticed that yet, but I guess I haven't put an ear on it because I've just been enjoying the song so much that I haven't. Well, I figured for you, you fell in love with the guitar work because the guitar yeah. work is it's Gnarly, so good, dude. bro. There's there's melody involved. You too, sent bro. a you sent a video of their guitarist doing freak show, some man. whatever freak solo show. fucking guitar riff he was doing. And but it he, was I sent that to you, but then he also I sent a video to Kyler of him playing uh an Avenged Sevenfold solo and it made it gave me appreciation for how fucking good that solo is because I forgot. Mm. And I can't remember which Avenged song it was, but Jesus. But know. yeah, that, I just wanted to touch on that really quick because that There's, album hit me like a ton of bricks and I'm, I can't get enough of it right now. Sorry. It's really quiet. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job of being a host here because you're talking about something I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen to any of it, did you? What band was it? Belmont? Nope. Next. <laughs> I have something that I've wanted to talk about on the show since it might have been the same day we had uh, Brad and Jay out. Um, <clears throat> I was in the gym, and a Seether song came on. Mm. And Bro. Yeah, Bro. we're going to bring Kyler back into the conversation. Down. Yep, you got me. So, so look, um, it's like this. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Seether song came on, and I used to be a huge fan of Seether. Sean and I pull so much influence from them, especially in the early days of Screaming Evidence when we first started, you know, incorporating... Uh, like drums and electric guitars and stuff like that. We pulled so much influence from from Seether. And I have found that it's been a long time since I kind of sat and listened to a Seether album. And Mm -hmm. hearing that in the gym, it was like in between um, songs in my headphones. So there's like a brief silence and I heard it and I was like, okay, let's just take this out for a second and enjoy the song. So that day, I started diving into Seether albums. And then, you know, it just does its shuffle thing. And then it brought up Crossfade. Mm. Uh, So then I had to listen to a Crossfade album. I associate my childhood with Crossfade, bro. And And Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. And so So then we have Creed. Mm. Oh, mm. fucking Creed! Mm. Should have been dead on a Sunday morning, banging my but then, pussy. Oh, a little bit of Breaking Benjamin came on. Oh. It's like it just like took you through this ramp up, bro. And then a little bit of Chevelle came on. I was like, God 
That's so good. So there was just this like day and a half of dad rock and shit that came on. And and one thing that, you know, bringing it back to Seether, one thing I want to mention is that Seether was some heavy shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Like guitar tones. Heavy as a feeling, were, baby. Oh, they were great. And, oh, and their, their guitar riffs, tones are nuts. Their riffs were not incredibly complicated by any means. But they need hit, to be, bro. Didn't need to be. They but hit. they were they they seemed cr- so creative compared to, you know, some of the other shit out at the time. And uh, you know, I mean until Breaking Benjamin. Cre- it, it, yeah. it was it was, crea- it was <laughs> yeah. creative simplicity, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it was. Um but I don't think Seether really gets talked about much cuz we we've talked on the show about how Breaking Benjamin was pretty Pretty we never metal. mentioned them. And we talked about Creed and how they were pretty metal in their own right. And, you know, we haven't talked about a, a couple of bands that were pretty fucking metal, but were in that same kind of... Uh, Daddy Rock. Nook. Ugh. that uh, Dad Rock. Yeah, yeah, Dad Rock. That, like, Breaking Benjamin and shit was. So Three Days Grace, Three Doors Down. I, I need y'all to give it to me. Ooh. Tell me, tell me about Seether boys. Tell me about Seether. So, dude, I went through the exact same experience that you did in the gym. Heard it on the radio in the gym, and I was like, mm. "Click on the I old Apple Music animal. app." <laughs> Click on the old Apple Music app. Did a quick Seether search, shuffle. First song came on was Gasoline. I'm like, okay. Mm. Well, I guess I'm gonna. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I mean, just like, yeah. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to explode my tits today because it was titty day. <laughs> and I forgot how much I was obsessed with seeing. We had Cody and Gabe from 99.7 The Blitz on. And like 99.7 The Blitz like fueled my Seether obsession for mm-hmm. years, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, they were huge. Oh my huge. God. They were on, like, they're, were they on the same level as Stained? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of somewhat different time frame, I think. A later they, they, time they, frame. They, they overlapped a little Stain bit. Stain blew up a little bit s- after. No, Stain early. was a little before. Okay. Early, early okay. 2000s. Um, Aaron Lewis is a dick. I think... <laughs> so, Seether blew up because they had some, some hits. Yeah. And those hits were incredible. But if you listen to some of the... I guess you can call them B-sides... Um, like some of them fucking rage, dude. I sent burrito in the chat. Yep. Yeah, facts. Yep. Burrito facts. has yep. the song has nothing to do with burritos. But it's cool. But it's a fucking jam, dude. Bro, it's probably just one of those songs they couldn't come up with a name for. <laughs> like us. Like, like us. free. I mean, oh, what, mommy, what was mom's the other song? Da da da. What was Def the other Tony? Vibe. Vibe, yeah. And burn a house down. Fake it. How's fake it go? I have it in my head. We'll fade at all. So I think my favorite out by them is Karma and Effect. Hell yeah. And that was later later season. Yeah, it was. Oh man. Give it. They're clean guitar tones, bro. They're clean guitar tones. (laughs) You know who their clean guitar tones remind me of? 
Stone Sour. Kinda. Yep. 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 <clears throat> Which that's. I mean, it was kind of the vibe then. Yeah, it you was. Know? Yeah. Oh, because of me. Oh. Jim Rue, I mean, yeah. was it, it was with Stone Sour with Corey. Yep. Yep. So, and his clean tones are just incredible. Yep. Um, oh, he's got the steak face. That's, that's breaking Benjamin right ass. there. That's or Godsmack. Yep. Fucking pride. All right, dude. bro. So here's here's the thing. Oh, there are so God. many of those bands that, like, dude, old school Disturbed was amazing. Was amazing. Um, dropping plates, bro. Dropping plates on bro, the rest. Dropping plates. Yeah, oh. dude, I love Godsmack. I've said it. Yeah. so many times on this show that Godsmack was so yeah. pivotal for me. That was the first real newer metal band that I ever heard, and I was in like I was in like second or third grade. Yep. My cousin showed it to me. And I was like, what is this shit? Yep. And it just, I don't know, just something about that tone and the... Stand Son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, I was just like, yep. what is this attitude? This, like, yeah. biker, like, pissed yes. off? Yes. Like, bro. It's and, like Ghost Rider music, yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. And yeah. Sully from Godsmack is just such a cool-ass dude. Yep. And the way, like, I don't know, the way that he, like, had his guitar way down low, all these tats, leather jacket, like fucking singing while playing guitar like he was just so yep. like cool and i was like obsessed with godsmack Still i remember godsmack. what got me into godsmack for a brief time was the movie uh with the rock in it scorpion, scorpion king, king. yes that song uh i, I stand, stand alone, alone bro i remember their song the enemy that was in alien versus predator yep they so when I first started learning guitar, there was a couple of songs that I, <laughs> I taught myself. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Shit bit the hardest. Shout out Elijah Craig. <laughs> so it was a little bit into me playing Speaking guitar. Speaking of crossfades. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little bit into me playing guitar, and dad, uh, dad had had his wreck and everything, so he wasn't able to teach me much. Back to and my I started. <laughs> I started teaching myself some things. There was there was two songs in particular at that time that I learned. Um, one of them was "I Stand Alone," and I, you know, the movie came out when I was younger, but for some reason that song stuck with me. That song, the 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 guitar is oh fucking, yeah, bro. It was it was a jam, but like I never got into them past that. I never really got into Godsmack past that, and later on in life, I actually started to. Kind of have some hatred towards Godsmack because I just I'm not Didn't a fan. Understand the hype. I'm not a fan of their vocalists that much. Yeah. Um, but the other song I learned, Kyler's gonna love this. Kryptonite. Oh, oh. three doors down, baby. You know I fucking love I three know doors you down, did, bro. Did too Brad well. Arnold is my that fucking <laughs> Louisiana redneck it's not motherfucker. My time, or bro. Mississippi, one of the two. Ooh. Yeah. I remember in high school, Mitch and I. So Mitch, that was on the on the pod yep. uh, earlier season. Old Fear Dog, baby. Old Fear Dog, Mitchell T. Um, bro, you need to go and back I, and listen to Godsmack. Fucking voodoo, bad religion, uh, yeah, I, I, I whatever. Know you, uh, hey, I told Keep you real away. quick, and I, I know you got a point, but my my dad's best friend said he seen Metallica and Godsmack, and Godsmack opened up for him, and he said Godsmack kicked the shit out of Metallica. They put on, I've heard they Regardless put on, of what you want to say about Metallica. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say Godsmack doesn't uh, perform well. 
Um, I just, for whatever reason, didn't connect with their music much. Yeah, um, that's fair. But back to what I was saying, Mitch and I had a conversation in high school where it was like, is Three Doors Down the best rock band of our time? Well, most people would say Foo Fighters, and I would yeah. agree, I would disagree with them because I think that um, while Foo Fighters are incredibly talented, they kind of stay in this real upbeat, happy realm, and that's great. Three Doors Down, bro, can make you feel some type of way. Yeah, yeah, um, bro, l- go listen to Landing Man. in London. Yeah, that's a jam. Well, I think I think another well, Bob Seger, bro. Yeah, that's a dude. jam. I yes, think another component to that is Foo Fighters, even though they are very much a rock band they still have so much of that like alternative yeah they do they're and all, even, uh, i don't want to use the term they kind of have to me tell me if i'm wrong but i kind of get some punkiness from foo fighters yeah too. well yeah you're going like to. a different <laughs> kind of punk yeah, you're going like, to because dave Grohl, you know he yeah was that, one maybe of the that's best it. punk drummers yeah, I mean, let's, be, let's be real dave Grohl's one of the coolest fucking dudes ever like he's Dude, the epitome of rocks he's like the coolest guy on the fucking planet but for me like three doors like my mom was just such a gigantic Three Doors Down fan. So I remember yep. every Three Doors Down CD in a fucking 1997 yep. Chevy Z71 and just constantly listening to Three Doors Down. And I was so fascinated with Brad Arnold's voice, but like the... Uh, dude, my favorite Three Doors Down song is Loser. Oh. I'm a loser. Oh, like yeah. the fucking harmonics in that riff mm-hmm. that's like super heavy. Um, they were fucking they were, awesome. They were like incredible. straight were so rock. Rock. Just, just rock, yeah, rock. Just hard rock, and it was like not even hard no, rock. It was like, just rock, yeah. And I, you know, you can throw bands up against them like Nickelback. Nickelback. I was, was going like to say, were they better than Nickelback? Band. They are one hundred percent better. I than think Nickelback. that they're they 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 they're not as big, obviously. Yeah. Um, people hate on Nickelback. They sell out stadiums every night. I they've don't sold have over. Bad to they've say sold, about they, every record is fucking certified yeah. like double or triple yep. platinum. So yep. good. Sorry. No, I'm. I was just gonna say that they are. You know, you can say what you want about Nickelback. They are still incredible. But for <clears> me, if you, if you held a gun to my head and said, "Hey, you can only listen to Nickelback or Three Doors Down," period, Three Doors Down all day. So I think the issue because when Three Doors Down, Nickelback was, was closer to metal than. They yeah, were to that's rock. true. That's yeah. They have more metal guitar. Go listen to elements. the Dark Horse album, bro. Yep, that shit is that that yeah. tone and those riffs are animal brain melting. Not even off Dark Horse, mm. but animal Dude, side of a bullet. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. They Which were is actually they were about, heavier. Side of the side of a bullet is actually about the murder of Dimebag Daryl. Interesting. Mm. Anyway, um, I think because when when Three Doors Down was like. You know, they were putting out music. They were this huge thing. Bro, it's, not really it's not my fucking time. Big. Uh-huh. And that was later. Everybody in the fucking world loved yes. Three Doors Down. Yep. And but we haven't even talked about the, like, the OG they, hits like Here Without You, I know, When yeah. I'm Gone. I know. But like, when I'm Gone. Jesus Christ. But I don't think they had the longevity that Nickelback did, which is why they didn't reach the, why the level they, of success. Why don't they, they quit making music. They did just kind of. They just they kind still of fell play, off. But they haven't put out an album. Was since the 2016. It's Not My Time album the last one? I, 
No, no, no. Okay. Uh, I don't think so, no. I feel like it is for some no, reason. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Uh, that, not my time, bro. That's way back. That's, that's, uh, 2008. Right, but I feel like... That was their third to last album. Third to last, okay. That was right after 17 Days they had Landing in London on it. But, like, Away from the Sun was obviously, like... Like, their first album, The Better Life, was incredible, but Away from the Sun's the one that put them on the fucking map. Yes, right. Here Without You, When yep. I'm Gone, I Feel You. Damn, uh, 99. Holy shit. Yeah. I've been doing it for a minute. Yeah. Hey, I got another one for you. Okay. Really quick, before you tell us. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Let me download. Oh my oh. god, bro. I just wanted to rock, bro. Go. God. Holy. Which listen, one is all that? The, all the listeners out there. Which one guys, is that? You guys might think Already that, gone. that we listen to nothing but like metalcore, deathcore, like all this. No. Oh we love dad rock. God, we love alter- We love Matchbox 20. We like. I will not leave it all. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think they wrote, they, they wrote like the, uh, some I'm of so the most I didn't hit beautiful you played that. rock songs. I mean, think about it. That song right there, it's it's a gorgeous fucking song. <laughs> Did you know that Seether came out with their own workout album? They just made a compilation of the songs that they think would be good for workouts and literally called it Seether Workout. Oh, cool. I'm going to listen to it. Look. What's really, while you guys have this moment, you had mentioned Seether, right? And we've we've gone down this road and had this conversation and I've noticed this conversation means a shit ton to me. The bass, bro. Yeah, no, for sure. And the reason I say this, and I'm not trying to get emotional here, but I may. I'm not trying to go that road. I want to see you get emotional. No, when you had mentioned Seether and we talked through Seether, and we we went down this rabbit hole, and then you just hit me with Already Gone by Crossfade. I remember vividly, like, me and my dad together riding in his Ingle Talon when I was a kid, him <clears> taking <throat> me back to sports events. He's the reason I'm sitting on this couch and having this fucking conversation right now. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it briefly on this show about how much he meant to me musically and what he had me into growing up that I didn't know or didn't think I'd like. But as I've gone over the years and like where I'm at with music personally is because of, because of him and those moments and riding back and forth to sports events and him having all these different kinds of music and why we're sitting on this couch, a, ver- a portion of why I'm sitting on this couch, a lot of that is to do with those moments and, and him himself. So I'm very thankful for this right now. Yeah, I I, uh, I can definitely thank both of my parents for uh, getting me started in, in the rock and, and, you know, my dad, the, the metal scene. Um but my cousin Dustin, man, sold me my first guitar, showed me Godsmack and Slipknot, changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out, 
Shout out my cousin Dustin May. Uh, taught me my first couple songs. First song I ever learned on guitar. Literally the first song, "Do Hoss" by Ramstein. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so I think we all have. I don't want to go down a big rabbit hole here, but I think we can all thank our our dads specifically for getting us into this shit. Why why we're sitting on this couch right now? And Dad, you and me uh, didn't have a like a, a musical. Dad, you know, our dads didn't play. No, it was just and... like and I'm I'm kinda holding back tears because it means it means a a lot to me. Breaking news. Preston yeah. finally gets a little emotional. Well, it's like those those songs bringing back yeah like there's certain songs in certain moments man that's when like we, because that shit was coming out when we were fucking young kids, bro like we i was youngest. very i was very impressionable at those oh, stages absolutely. of my life and i look back on it i'm i'm playing in a band i'm playing music that i love and we're talking about new music that we really love and we're we're following this shit every single day of the week to a T and we're sending it back and forth and we're sitting on this couch and we're having these in-depth conversations and it's all because of my dad and the influences he had growing up and just he was trying to express himself through these different kinds of music and son you check this out or check this out and I look back and I'm like I, I, I've said it already but I, I wouldn't be sitting on this couch right now having this super important conversation if it wasn't for those moments and and him himself it mm-hmm. uh, that hits me hard man it does a red extended cab short bed dodge pickup and the overcome album <laughs> how about that one <laughs> you remember that rather vividly don't vividly, you vividly <laughs> bro yeah so um when you hear two when i hear two weeks i'm right back in that yeah track. dude so i want to i want to flip that same coin okay and you guys aren't quite there yet. You'll get there. But um, when your kids start getting old enough to start get developing their own music taste and they start to understand music a little bit and start to enjoy music a little bit, and you get to be in your dad's shoes... And you get to start sharing this music with your kids. And, like, my older son um, isn't into rock much at all. Um, But my younger son seems to have a very similar taste in music to me. Like, he won't listen to metal. Mm -hmm. But, like, rock and punk and reggae and stuff like that like i remember i will probably never forget the sound of his voice i was listening to allison chains and i hear him from the back seat daddy can you add this to the kids list because i got this little little playlist uh i call it kids jams Mm-hmm. And I I started that because I realized I listen to my music all the time in the car and I would end up making the kids listen to whatever it was I was listening to and they'd 
you know, when they started getting to the point where they wanted to kind of listen to their own stuff, I was like, well, I'll just create this playlist. So when he said that to me, and it was, it was nutshell. Mm. It was nutshell. He's timeless, like, bro. It's oh, timeless, man. That was such a beautiful moment in my life when he said, Daddy, can you add this to the kids list? Oh, dude. Mm. And then some of this other stuff <laughs> that I feel super, you know, jams. And look, he looked at me. Uh, we was we had dropped Nolan off for uh, for football practice, and and he's like, he's like up between the the two seats, uh, kind of standing up. And he's like, "Daddy, can you play the uh, kids' jams?" I was like, "Okay." And I hit shuffle, and he's like, I love jams. <laughs> <laughs> I love jams. L-U-V. I love jams. Daddy, I got to service this animal. <laughs> I've said that too many times, but fuck, it's hilarious. But uh, these kids, like, I got some blue stones in here. Like, Luke loves the blue oh, stones. Yeah. He loves... Um, Sublime with Rome, uh huh, loves it. He's had me add in some uh, some movements. He really <laughs> likes movements. Now a song that they both like, <coughs> they both love this fucking song, "Brass Monkey" by the Beastie oh, Boys. It's a Everybody jam. loves Beastie Boys. They bro. fucking love it. Everybody loves that the Beastie Boys. That monkey. Bro. When I when we were dropping them off for the uh, first day of school, kid, kid. <laughs> when we were dropping them off for the first day of school, I had that blaring. <laughs> they were like, "Daddy, don't embarrass us." It is like, no wonder that that band blew the fuck up in the eighties, bro. Imagine listening to that shit in the eighties, like, oh man. I always forget about them, and I shouldn't, man. But not right, that we want to go down that road. No, we don't need. To go there, down there was another day. And and I was so happy for this. I uh, I heard Smile Empty Soul in the gym, mm. and I was so baffled. I never hear them around, and so I started listening to some Smile Empty Soul uh, that day. And Luke asked me to add a few of those on, Ooh, and I was I like, that "Oh, dude!" Yeah. And I happened to see Sean later that day too, um, and I shared that with him, and he lit up. Um, then, uh, let's see, some of this other good shit. Um, he had me add some Boys of Fall. Oh, so happy about that. He really likes NF, too. So The man, ones I was... that really got me recently. Mm-hmm. Mm. Go ahead. Don't, um, don't bring me back down into the depths of being emotional again, bro, because I about lost my cool. It's, I'm I'm going to kind of touch on this for just a minute, but the uh, the weekend I had the kids and they came to the show. Well, that following week they were with their mom, or uh, yeah. So I um I get the boys back, and Luke's like, "Daddy, can you add uh, no return to the kids' jams?" I'm sitting here thinking, like, how the fuck this kid, yeah, even, even know about it? Each of the kids have a Spotify account 
on uh, on their tablets. And he had went and looked up the band and asked me to add no return. And then later that day, he's like, can you uh, can you add uh, say to the kids jams? It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. To find out that your kid is a fucking fan mm-hmm. and is on his own, an eight-year-old boy yeah. on his own initiative going to Spotify and looking up your songs. Because of an experience he had. Because of an experience he had, he absolutely loved being at that show. Absolutely loved it. Nolan absolutely loved it too. But he's not as much into rock. But like before your days of being in the band, like when they were younger and stuff, and I couldn't really like just let them sit inside while we practice. Like I had a gate that I ran across right here, and I had like earplugs and stuff for them. I mean, and when I, I put, first got with the band, you were giving them earplugs. I remember that. Well, this is like even before yeah, that, yeah. but um, I'd give them earplugs and they'd sit out here on their tablets um, and and we would practice. They fucking hated it. Yeah. They hated band practice. And even more recently, they have expressed a little bit of uh, distaste for band practice because on the days that we practice when I have them, and I just let them play their video games for an hour while I'm out here doing this for an hour. They don't like it because it takes time away from yeah. hanging out with daddy. And for them to see kind of the fruits of that labor and and love it the way they have. Oh, dude, that is... That's awesome. Yeah. That's that sweet, that is a feeling I can't put into words. That's sweet, man. Did you have any other ones? Not. I do have one more, um, and it'll be more on the not more serious note, or not not less of a serious note. But I'm curious to know, and I'm I don't want to wish time away. But the one thing that I hope for when my daughter, let's say she's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And if I have any any children, you know, any more children from there is the way that I look back on my my dad as an influence for me with specifically music, but it it can be anything for anybody. We you know we know how our parents have influenced us all before, but specifically music for me. Not that I want to push music onto my child, mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm. I hope I'm able to impact my child in that way on how it makes me feel and how the conversation that we just had, like how important that is to me. Like if I can look back one day, however many years old I am and I can have that conversation or she were to say it to somebody else that, how much I made music on an accident or indirectly like made music mean to her. That will be one proud moment for me. Yep. I was just going to say 
your daughter already has an arranged marriage with my son, so kind of they yeah. don't have a choice but to like yeah. love metal music, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep, they don't have a choice. Yep. You're gonna listen to metal, or you're gonna be fucking grounded. Yeah. Well, nice. and you know it goes back to the conversation that Chris Hollywood had on the show where Hollywood kid. Yeah. Shout out Chris. What up, dude? Um, he talked about not forcing music on your kid, like certain genres. I think he was talking about, like you got to mix it up and like make them not hate or resent a certain kind of music. I, I think it was more along the lines of, you know, your kids are going to want to do what you you're doing. Yeah, just let them come to you. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. Yep. Yeah, and it's it's just cool. I'm glad we had this conversation and can almost close out this episode with a conversation like that one because it's a season five finale sorry four yeah finale? five five sorry I, it runs together five. crazy <laughs> sounds right season five finale episode 30 jesus yeah and i i hope you listeners it can resonate with you and i hopefully i hope you have a personal story that maybe this this can relate to um, because it means the world to us. Um, and if you're listening, it, there's a, a version of that story that I told that probably means a ton to you. But with that, I, I have one more point. Anything else it. you guys want to add? Nope, okay. We're getting so, close on time, so let's get it. Yeah, it, it is running. So we, we've talked about certain comfortability of guitars yeah. on the show. And I was playing recently and I've, as you guys know, I talked up. I've talked up and talked a, a big deal about my Chapman ever since it's been modded and new pickups and new setup on that. And I come to somewhat of a realization that, and this may be a controversial topic, um, and I don't mean for it to be controversial, but in regards to comfortability of a guitar. I don't think it's that you prefer a certain type of guitar. I think you just have to sit with a guitar for a while. Like, what I mean is if you play a specific guitar enough, it becomes comfortable to you. No, a Les Paul body style will never be comfortable to me. You don't play any. Play yours. Once every three weeks? Still back heavy. For 15 seconds? <laughs> Still back heavy. I think... Uh, and reason I say that is because that guitar was not comfortable to me at first. It has a chunkier neck compared to what I have in my other guitars. It's longer. It's different. And with the proper setup and me playing it long enough, it's now my favorite. All right, I'm put when it's not like my this. favorite style oh, of guitar, he did, he did it's not took my line. It's not what I would consider my favorite style of guitar. Yeah, I'm gonna like put it to you like this. Anything is like that. Mm-hmm. You fuck the same girl for yeah. so yeah. long, <laughs> whether it was the style you preferred or not. Yeah. It gets pretty comfortable. Yeah. I'm talking missionary. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking missionary. missionary. Talking yeah. that thing when she's she on her back, back and, and I'm yep. on top. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I think that that any kind of guitar that you play for an extended period of time, you're gonna get used to. 
Um, but even used when I to it, used to is different than comfortable. Well, you find a way to make it comfortable. Even my V that I had, I got to a point where I was comfortable playing that guitar. And that's one of the hardest fucking things to get comfortable yeah. to play. Yeah. But so, yeah, I, I don't think I think it. you're right. It, it's not necessarily any style. It's just you play it long enough. You can make it comfortable. I think kind of in between those things. So I, um, <clears throat> I believe that everyone is going to have a preference. And I still do, yes. Yep. I do think that whatever guitar it is, you can grow comfortable playing it. But I think your play style and your hands and your fingers are are going to feel at home with a certain style. So for me, I've been playing the the Ibby a lot. Mm -hmm. My my hands when I put my hands on that guitar for whatever reason compared to my Schecter, compared to the V I had, compared to the the Les Paul I once had, even compared to the um the Fender for whatever reason, I feel like my hands just fall into place mm -hmm. on that Ibanez. Mm -hmm. And I realized that literally just the other night. Um, I was like, man, for whatever reason, just when I when I pick up this guitar and I start playing, like shit just just works for me. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it isn't is it a maybe cool feeling? what's that? It's a cool feeling. Isn't it, it is a cool feeling. And I think for me, maybe it's because of the weird chord style that I have I need the frets to be a little bigger I need the strings to be spaced just a tad further apart I need the neck to be bigger yeah when I play my Schecter the especially strings, with you playing bass mm -hmm. you resonate with it a little bit more especially with me playing bass and being used to that instrument um, and then switching back to guitar uh, the the Ibanez is. I've never heard somebody say it like Ibanez. that. Ibanez. The Ibanez. <laughs> the Ibanez. Um, it seems more closely related, but like with with my Schecter being a, a Les Paul style, and it having, it doesn't have a real small neck by yeah. any means. It's not real tight like a fucking Tele or anything. Yeah. But compared to the the Ibby, like it's kind of close together and it's to do the things that I do on it are sometimes difficult. Um, but I will say doing it on the Ibanez, like I, it, it doesn't make much sense to me that I, I prefer things to be more spread out when I'm doing these weird ass chords, but like the tips of my fingers are fucking fat, dude. So when I'm like trying to do space. these, I need space to be able yeah. to get these fingers into these yeah. slots of the guitar and make these weird chords and yeah. not have shit buzzing. So I think I think everyone's got the one style that is most natural to them. But if you had to play something else, 
you can get used to it. Yeah, I mean, so all the guitars I've I've been playing recently, like, were I had a LTD Super Strat for years, um, and then I bought that LTD Eclipse, mm -hmm. um, which I've always liked, which I've talked about it. But what pickups are in that Fishman? That's what I thought. Fishman Moderns. How much are you gonna sell that for? Uh, seven hundred. Yeah. Probably, I'd yeah. have to double check to I'd see the market the right now. Probably, yeah. uh, I'd have to check the market right now. Maybe a little bit less, but um, I played that LTD Eclipse for a bit, and I've always gravitated <laughs> towards single cut style guitars, but with a more modern feel, and that's why right. I had that's why I had bought that guitar. Because there's there's a little bit of a, it, it's almost the same difference as a Fender Strat versus a Super Strat style. Yeah, kind with of the, the yeah, old yeah. school Les Paul versus yep. the the newer modern modern, modern single style. cut. Yeah, so then I bought um, the first Chapman ML2 Pro, which has a thinner neck. Um, well, about as thin, about as thin as the. Uh, ltd eclipse but um what's weird is it's not as straight of a neck like the backside of it it's more rounded but it's still mm -hmm. thin it's got a got a larger radius yeah well radius is on the neck side not the fretboard or on the neck side not the fretboard side that's what he's talking about radius is in regards to the neck that's what he just said the the fretboard sorry i no, keep it's getting not. these words Yes, it is. No, it's not. Radius is about the curvature of the... So the fretboard's curved? Yeah, it can be. Yeah, on well, my guitar's What's curved. What's more curved, the fretboard or the neck? Well, either the neck way... Is curved. Radius is in regards to the fretboard. Radius my partner, do you is, know yeah. circumference is, re is? regarding yeah. any fucking curvature. Yeah. So the radius in, of the fucking in neck... In total. The yeah. radius of the neck is larger. Radius of the fretboard Not the fretboard, different. right? <laughs> Yeah. Fucking asshole. Anyway. Yep. So you'll have C shape, D shape, or whatever for the neck. And then radius, you'll have like 12 to 16 for the fretboard or whatever. Anyways. But I had played that chap, the first Chapman for a bit, and it was a thinner neck, but the curvature of the fretboard I vibed with a little more. Then I bought the newest Chapman, and it's half an inch or three quarters of an inch longer of a scale length which fucked me up for a few and then it even did it has really it, fuck you up that bad it did it fucked me up at first because i was normally used to being here and now i'm here i guess it would fuck the me muscle memory up a little bit yeah so my my cords are spaced out much wider um and then it also has a chunkier neck mm. not fretboard but chunkier neck which i've never super vibed with I remember um, you complaining about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you remember earlier bitching on. about it. I was I was almost ready to sell that guitar before I set it up and I put new pickups in it. And now I'm to the point Oh. Now I'm to the point where that's the only thing I pick up. I haven't played my seven in a month. That's it. That's the only guitar I'm like So the point is that yes. That old Chapman was a bad fucking it's, guitar it's, too. It's bad as fuck. Um my point is that, yes, you will most likely always have a preference, and it depends on your own style and what you like to play. 
But what I will tell you is if you sit down with a specific guitar long enough, it will become comfortable to you. And you, you might found... step outside of your box and learn different styles and techniques. I, I think all it is is that you, you found home. But if you remember, because I agree, but if you remember, I you remember telling you, you the last Chapman felt like home and I didn't want any other style. You found home, but you were still renting. I guess so. Rent free, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think you found home with this one. Yep. And pickups make a huge difference. Fuck you, Tyler Heidi. Um, love you, buddy. <laughs> they make a huge difference. Um, Unless it's an acoustic. Yeah. Um, Sounds a little out of tune. Does sound a little out of tune? It's fine. But yeah, that's that's the point I wanted to make to close out my points. Um, I don't have much more to add. We got a Creed song playing. You don't have much more to add? You don't have much more to add? Nope. I don't. I do, do you have anything, not. Tyler? I don't, I don't really have anything. I think we're about the only, to have The a only topic session. I really cared to, to hit on today that I could think of was, was Dad Rock and yep. how awesome it is. Yep. Okay. Well, I want to thank each and every one of you once again for for uh, giving us some of your time for another season. Um, appreciate all of our Patreon subscribers for uh, jumping on board with the Backstage Pass. Five bucks a month gets you instant access to the entire season uh, on uh, day one, a week early. So um, if you're interested in that, hop on Patreon, search The Screaming Idiot Show, or just click on the link in our bio on any of our social channels which you can find at TSIS Podcast or just search The Screaming Idiot Show. Appreciate each and every one of y'all. We say it all the time, but we say it because we mean it. Because without you guys, none of this would be possible. Um, with your continued support, we just continue to build and grow this platform. We're reaching more and more ears uh, every day in different states. I pay attention to the downloads. I pay attention to when and where uh this show is being listened to so we're 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 growing not just here in the states but everywhere all over the world which is awesome so again thank you guys so much we love you and until next season we are the screaming idiots peace love dove Yeah!